This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about work and life integration. And I'm talking about this at the beginning of August in 2022. And I am flying to Spain tomorrow. I'm spending three weeks in Spain. My twin sister, Claire, who also works for the business now, lives in Spain. My older sister from Preston in Lancashire, Sarah, is coming over to hang out with us too. And so it's going to be a whole family affair, which is amazing. It's the only time that the three sisters get together, really, in the summer. Although we did do it earlier in the year this year, actually having missed each other for a long time in lockdown. So I want to talk about this because it's August and, you know, for people who are, particularly people who are parents, who maybe you're an entrepreneur and you're a parent, you work in your parent or you run your own business, August can feel like you are literally on a rack being stretched in all directions. <laughs> and believe me, I know that feeling, right? So you're trying to keep work going and you're trying to entertain the kids and you know, probably, you know, what I hear a lot is kind of feeling guilty on both parts. So how do you create your life so that you have the flexibility to work and live and be with your kids and do work that inspires you and all of those things? And this has been a real mission of mine over the last couple of years. And it's probably an age thing too. I'm 53. I want to have an integrated life. I have a nearly 11-year-old daughter and it's really important to me that I spend time with her. I'm also a single parent. So believe me, I get the work-life balance struggle. Okay. So as a single parent running a business and not just running a business or going to work, but actually growing a movement, expanding my business, creating it bigger and bigger in every moment. I know the challenges of all of this. And I've been really playing with this for myself over the last couple of years. And it's something that I also work with my clients a lot on too, because my one-to-one clients are, you know, successful visionaries, successful leaders in big corporations or entrepreneurs and founders running their own businesses. And so one of the challenges we face is that, you know, we're very passionate about what, what we do, you know, and I always say to people, my, you know, my brain never totally switches off. Sometimes I have some downtime, like I just went to Crete for a week and I had a proper few days where I didn't even journal, which is really unusual for me. I just needed that that downtime of, you know, my brain doing nothing. But it's really unusual for me to do that because the work that I do is also my passion. I say to people that I am endlessly fascinated by personal development. I'm endlessly fascinated by the potential and possibilities of us as a human race. I'm endlessly fascinated about the potential for businesses as a force for change in the world. And so, you know, I'm never going to, you know, my brain whizzes around that. And people used to say to me, God, why are you reading a personal development book on holiday? Read some fiction. And I always say to people, this is fun for me. This is like, I'm enjoying myself. And if you don't, if your work isn't aligned in that way, it may seem strange. But to me, that alignment is crucial. And it really helps me 
expand and grow what I'm doing in the world and expand and grow me as a human being. So I want to talk a little bit about alignment and integration because what I used to feel like was that I was like a mum and I had to do my mum job over here and then I had my work over here. So I was kind of like mum Lisa and work Lisa. And then, of course, I had a husband and, you know, friends and families and had all these different roles. And it felt sometimes like all these different competing roles were just putting pressure on me and making me feel like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm trying to split myself into all these pieces. And I know that's a very common experience because I hear that from my clients a lot, that they feel like they have to split themselves into all these pieces. And it's like, oh, my gosh, how do I even even cope with that? How do I even go there? Right. So what I discovered a few years ago, and this was one of those downloads from the universe. This is one of those moments of absolute clarity when I realized that the only way to really be successful and happy and fulfilled across these pieces was to be an integrated and aligned version of me. And so my why in the world is equally true if I'm working in my business or I'm with my daughter or I'm walking on the beach or I talk to somebody in a coffee shop, my why is the foundation of my life and everything that I do. So my big why, the thing that sits underneath everything I do is expanding consciousness. And so the work that I do does that. I do that through the way that I raise my daughter. I do that through conversations with friends. I do that through you know, even random conversations. I remember a while ago, I had someone in to fix my washing machine and we got into this brilliant conversation about, you know, life, the universe and everything. And as he went to my door, he said to me, do you know what? I've been really inspired by this conversation today. I don't have these conversations with people. People don't take the time to do that. You've really inspired me. And so, you know, this expanding consciousness, that guy won't forget that conversation, you know, and I loved it too, by the way, we were just having this vibe, you know, and it was amazing. It wasn't what I expected either, but I I quite often have these random moments, these random conversations with people. And I see that as part of expanding consciousness in the world. If I can impart something, if I can, you know, have a connection with someone where we both walk away having learned something. How amazing is that in everyday life? And that's kind of as important to me as what I do with a high-flying CEO that I'm doing one-on-one work with. Me has to be consistent across all of those pieces. So, you know, my daughter's a very conscious human being. She's like wise for her years. You just wouldn't believe the stuff that she comes out with. I keep thinking I should set up an Instagram account for the like wisdom of LRA. <laughs> but anyway, we have to have think about the social media consequences, all that malarkey. Anyway, but you know, who I am and what I do is it goes across all of these pieces. And so because of that, it feels like there's a foundation for everything that's consistent. And it helps me stay aligned. It helps me stay on track. It helps everything feel like it makes sense, right? And so from there, you know, my vision is for everyone to live connected, passionate, joyful, meaningful lives. And so again, that's as important to me in my personal life as it is in my work, you know, probably even more important in some ways. And so my work and my life and being a parent and all of those things have to intersect. And I have to create a life that feeds all of those pieces. So I used to be one of those people that was a total workaholic. 
I worked really hard and I partied really hard too. So by the time I booked a holiday, I went on holiday, I was exhausted and burnt out. And I would, I'd quite often get ill on holiday. I'd be exhausted. I'd just sleep. I remember I used to go back to my parents' house to stay with them for a bit. And I'd just sleep the whole time. And my mum would say to me, oh, it's really great to have you around, Lisa. <laughs> we're barely seeing you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I, I had to, I was in recovery all the time from my life. And, you know, honestly, that's probably how 80, 90% of the population live, right? I'm exhausted or, you know, I do this job, which I don't really like, and I just do it. And then I get to go on holiday for two weeks and have an amazing time. I have never wanted to live my life like that. And so the more I kind of felt into this and the more I do my work in a way that is truly aligned to me and inspires me, and makes me feel amazing, the less that need for recovery is there. Okay. Now, of course, I have intensive periods in my business. I have had periods where I've been like, wow, that was intense. I just need to decompress a bit, of course, right? If I'm building up to a new product or I'm building up to something I'm creating, or uh, you know, I've been working on a big project for a client, then I'll have some kind of, you know, some not recovery, but some downtime, I suppose, after that to let my system recalibrate again and realign. But I'm not kind of like, I will build up to holiday, I build up to holiday. Oh my God, I'm nearly on my last legs. Oh, go on holiday and collapse. I don't do that anymore. So I'm going on holiday to Spain for three weeks. I said, I'm going on holiday. I'm going to live in Spain for three weeks. That's a more accurate description of what I'm doing. And I am conscious that I have some things going on. So I'm running a four-week manifestation live experience within me at the moment. And I really asked myself, do I want to do that when I am on holiday in inverted commas? Will I feel like I'm stopping myself switching off? Will I feel like I'm still working? You know, am I, am I reading this balance right? But actually, when I connected to it, I thought, God, it's amazing. I get to be in this energy and vibe of manifestation with a bunch of amazing people for the whole of August. So can you see when you when you create work that is aligned to you, that you just think, oh, I'm going to love doing that. That's going to be amazing. It doesn't feel like pressure. It doesn't feel like I have to show up. It doesn't feel like any sense of pressure and tension, it feels like, wow, I get to show up and have fun. How cool is that? Amazing, right? And it helps keep my vibe high. So there's a personal gain to me because it helps me keep my vibe high. It helps me think about how I maintain the things that really work for me while I'm on holiday. And it works for them because they get to also hold that calibration over August. And I get to just pop on, do lives, do the things I love whilst helping other people. And I get to be in Spain in the sunshine, which I love. So I've realized that for myself, and this is just my perspective, so you don't have to do it this way. You have to find your own unique calibration of this. But for me personally, I said a few years ago, I want to feel like my life is like being on holiday. And so I want to be able to travel and work at the same time. I really am creating this freedom lifestyle where we can travel, I can do a bit of work, LOA and I can explore other countries, other cultures, all the rest of it. And we can be in this mode of moving around all these pieces. But to do that, work can't really feel like work. You know, it has to feel joyful. It has to feel expanded. It has to feel like, oh, I don't even mind doing that because it feels so good. Now, I will have one week, I think, when I'm in Spain where I literally don't do any work at all. 
And I know for me, I need that because I need my brain to not be holding anything practical so that I can truly be in creative mode. But when I say I'm not working, I'm really like just giving my brain freedom from anything in the diary so that I can create the next pieces. So is that work? Is that not work? We could probably have a little debate about that and feel into what's true or not. But the important thing I want you to get from this episode is really about alignment and integration. And I know because I have a really deep felt sense of knowing about this, and I've known this for a long time, and I can see it coming into fruition in the world now, that work is becoming and will become even more flexible, that we as human beings do not want to sacrifice ourselves for work anymore. We don't want to go into an office nine to five even. You know, I know a lot of companies are struggling to get people back into the office post-COVID because there's a kind of new normal appearing, which we haven't quite calibrated to yet. You know, and, you know, I don't think any organization that I work with has quite found that balance yet. And I think the resistance that companies felt was people going, actually, I like dropping my kids off at school and I like being here when they come home. And I like being able to work out during the day. And I don't want to go back to kind of like, I give myself to you between nine and six, and then I get to do my other stuff on the outside. I want to feel this alignment and integration. So it's fascinating to me that COVID has really accelerated the shift in business. And, you know, if you know me, you'll know that I always believe everything happens for a reason. I always believed that the pandemic, that COVID, whatever you call it, was another impetus for us to evolve and change to the next level. So I'd never buy into the panic and the crisis mentality of it all. You know, what I, I think I've said before that one of my biggest achievements in lockdown, were, well, I had so many achievements. I created a huge transition and change in my life in the first lockdown. We sold our family house. We lived in Airbnbs. We moved seven times, I think, in that sort of period when we were allegedly locked down. We moved to Bournemouth. I created a whole new aspect of my business. My business did, you know, better than it had even done before. And when I was talking to my daughter about, somebody said lockdown and she just looked at me and she said to me, it's interesting, mummy. I love when she says that. It's interesting, mummy. Um, I don't, I didn't feel locked down at all. Like we did so many things and look what we've manifested. That's what she says to me. <laughs> Clearly I'm brainwashing my child in a visionary way. So it, that was my biggest achievement. I honestly felt so emotional and teary when she said that because I thought, yeah, not, nor, nor me. I chose not to feel locked down. I chose not to feel constrained. I chose to feel like, you know, that we were in a big transition and I've been writing some stuff for the manifestation program, actually, and thinking about what beliefs I hold around the world that I, really governs everything I do. And those beliefs, I'll try and remember off my head, are that everything happens for a reason, that everything is unfolding perfectly, and that the universe has my back. And I really live from that perspective, those beliefs, because if I truly believe those and I trust myself, and I trust the universe, then I'm not looking for validation from the outside. I'm not looking for success from the outside. I'm not looking for the circumstances to line up before I do something. I'm feeling into those next pieces, and I'm moving and evolving as I go. So when I came to Bournemouth, I had no idea how this would work out. 
I had no friends down here. I had no support network. I'm a single parent with no financial or practical support. I run my own business. You know, like, you know, virtually everybody around me was like, how the hell are you going to cope? You know, but it all worked out and it worked out beautifully and it worked out better than I could possibly have ever imagined. I'm going to Spain for three weeks. I don't quite know how that's going to work yet, but I know that's really important because I know that I want the freedom to be in my swimming costume or my beach cover up and be doing a coaching call. I know that I want to be able to hold leisure and joy and passion and expansion and work when I want to. Okay. Not when I need to, but when I want to, and I'm going to get to go and hang out with my sister at her house for the first part of that journey. So she and I are also going to have that connection time on the business and what we're creating next and what the priorities are. And again, I'm like, oh my God, I get to hang out with my sister in Spain and plan the next evolution of my business. How cool is that? Right? So I hope that you can feel as I'm talking about this today, the difference between I work, I have time off. I work, I have time off, right? I work, I get exhausted, I get burnt out. I sacrifice myself for that. And then I recover. I work and then I have fun. I work and then I, you know, create these little pockets of time for my kids. I do not believe, honestly, certainly for the younger generations, that that's anything like what they want and need. They want to flow. They want to have freedom and flexibility. They want to be amazing parents and be there for their kids. And they want to have successful careers. And they're not prepared to give anything up. So the way I was brought up was much more about sacrifice. And you can have this or you can have that, you know. And particularly as women, this has been a collective consciousness for a long time, hasn't it? I can be a successful parent or I can be high-flying in business. It's very difficult to have both. That's the collective consciousness. And I think we're breaking down all of those things. And the more awake we get and the more conscious we get and the more we're in a space of expanding consciousness individually and collectively, the more these things transpire, the more these things come into play. So I really want you to feel into, as you listen to this, what if I could have my life more integrated and aligned? What would I create? How would work and life sit for me? What would be my perfect balance? What would this thing look like? You know, how would I be with my company if I work with an organization? How many days do I want to be in the office? How many days do I want to pick up my kids? What makes the difference in terms of me feeling relaxed and creative versus feeling under pressure? You know, how can I help my organization create this new normal? Because they don't have the answers either yet, by the way. This is very much a co-creation evolving agile situation at the moment. If I run my own business, what's my ideal balance in that? How do I feel into when I work and when I don't? Do I want it to be a hard cutoff? That's okay if that's what you want, if you like that. If you like nine to five, switch off, never do anything more. That's cool. Run it that way. I find for visionary entrepreneurs, that's often not true. Because as I say, it's our passion and it's our life mission, you know, and so it goes across everything we do. So there isn't the separation in the same way. So I'm talking to you here as visionaries. I'm sort of holding this, trying not to say it has to be one way or the other, because I hate it when people tell me there's only one way to do things. But I do my experience for myself and my experience with my 
clients, particularly founders of organizations, if you're building an organization that's bigger than you, then what's really important is you find your your way with it and you find a way to be creative and you find a way where it still feels free and exciting like it does in the early days, right? So if you're feeling like you're a bit burnt out with it, it's not as fun as it was before, but you have to work on holiday, you have to answer emails, you know, you feel duty bound to do so, then you are not in a good spot with it and it needs to change. Because our value as visionaries, our value as change makers, our value as people who are the leaders in the world is to be creative, is to lead from the front, is to have that sense of connection to what we do so that we can truly create change in the world. And when we stand there, we create amazing things. And that's what I want for you and for me and to raise beautiful children who go on to do amazing things in the world. You know, I know even now that LRA is more my legacy than, you know, anything that I can do in a work from a work perspective. Her level of consciousness and awareness at 10, I'm just like, I mean, we're already having conversations about her first business. She's desperate to set up a business. So we're just exploring what that might look like and how it might be. So, you know, I I didn't even, you know, know any entrepreneurs when I was that age. You know, I assumed everybody worked for a company and just did their thing and then had fun at the weekends and on holidays. You know, that was my reality of the world. Her reality and and the conscious children that are growing up now have such a different reality of the world. And that makes me so happy because it feels like the world is changing. It feel I well, I know the world is changing. I know consciousness is shifting. And I know that these sometimes because we don't take the hints as human beings, sometimes we need these big shake-ups to create that change. So, you know, I always say that the universe gives you gentle nudges. And then if you don't listen, it knocks you over the head. So COVID was a big bump on the head. You know, the pandemic was a big bump on the head. It was kind of like, "Mm, so if you're not going to create this new way of living, here's something where you'll have to. You you can't go in the office. You'll have to be at home. You'll have to figure out this whole integration, alignment, co-creation piece, right? How does that feel for you? There you go to deal with that, right? So (laughs) I'm sure there are many other perspectives, but that's one perspective that I hold. So, you know, as ever, I'm I'm never prescriptive. I'm never like, oh, you have to do it the Lisa Mitchell way. I would hate for anybody to feel that listening to this. I want you to feel in. I want you to connect. I want you to go to your intuition and really give yourself permission to connect to what this ideal life and work looks like and what you are creating and where your energy is high and where it's not. What feeds your energy? What pulls you down? What's aligned to your biggest vision and what's not? You know, what's that balance with your family or your friends or your parents or your kids or travel or whatever the thing is and create that. It's within your power. It's within your gift. And often we just don't ask for what we want because we think it isn't possible. But I really encourage you to ask what you want. You can only do that for a place of connection and decision and certainty. So go there first. So I wish you a good summer. I will be, this podcast is going to continue through August. So I'll continue to 
give you these little jolts of inspiration. Hopefully over August, I shall be sunning myself in Spain from now on and loving, loving my work, loving my life and feeling into the next integration of that for me. So I guess the other thing I just want to say here is don't switch off for August and then come into September. And then it takes you three weeks to get back in gear in September. Stay connected. Stay connected to your vision. Stay connected to your why. Stay connected to what you're creating and your desires and your joy for life in the world. And then you won't have that bump when you come into September. That's my other piece of advice. All right, my lovelies. So great to talk to you. So great to be able to have this connection with so many people. And I hope you're so feeling into a different way of doing things you listen to this podcast i'll speak to you again soon thank you for listening to the visionary collective podcast with lisa mitchell if you want to be part of this exciting bigger movement come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free facebook group the visionary collective 